If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, good morning and welcome once again to another episode of Vacation Rental Success. And gosh, I love summer. The sun is just blazing down. The water is warm. High season starts in three days. Well, actually, our high season started last Friday, but because the schools don't finish until this week, it's been a fairly muted affair to um, to kick off the season, which is always the case, but it uh, it does give some of our new owners a good opportunity to uh, to really get into uh, a couple of little rentals just to see what it's uh, it's going to be like. Okay, and on this wonderful day, I have my uh, business partner, my partner in crime, my son, Mike. Mike, welcome. Isn't hey it? guys, it's, it's, it's nice to be back. Isn't it a gorgeous day? It is a gorgeous day. It's uh, it's, it's cooled down a little bit, um, but it's been yeah, it's been a little bit of a little bit of time since I was last on the podcast. It has. It has been a while. But I thought that, seeing as we are kicking off um, Education Month in the Vacation Rental Formula uh, on Friday, on the first of July, I thought this would be a great opportunity for for you and I to get together and discuss education in vacation rental because we are both lifelong learners um we we love to learn i think i think one of the interesting things about this business is is you you can't really get into it without learning um so so certainly the lifetime lifelong learning is is, has been a very core part of of my personal growth um so coming out of the military and then going into the fire service everything it's one of all my jobs have always been around things that you can't just say, okay, I'm, I've done my learning, this is, this is how I go forward. If you have that mindset of constantly learning uh, and teaching yourself new things and new techniques, um, that will just help you and your business get further ahead. And, and you're right, both of us have that kind of core, um, that core belief that lifelong learning is just so important. I mean, you just kicked off and said, you know, you can't do this without learning. But, you know, I remember coming out from from the UK back in um, 2000. No, in fact, when I bought my first property out here in 1999, I didn't do learning. I learned, as many people do, by experience along the way. And, and I think by the time I'd bought the first four houses and rented them out, I sort of figured I'd got it and I understood it. But an awful lot of time went past between buying that first property and realizing that a lot of the things I'd done at the very outset, if I'd done them better or if I'd learned how to do them properly at the beginning, I'd have saved so much time and money. I always recall having uh, an old family friend who knew nothing about the construction industry or about the sort of do-it-yourself, building his own home. And he bought a, a really run-down old English cottage and it was interesting because it was this property was built in a square and it had a courtyard in the middle. So he decided that he would start in the kitchen, which was at one corner, and then work all the way round 
the square till he got back to the end. So he did kitchen and then there was um, there was the, a couple of bedrooms and then the living rooms and the whatever. Um, but it was so interesting when he finished, which took him about 18 months, I think, to go through this whole property. And when he'd finished, he got back to the kitchen and he looked at it and he said, did I really do that? And he started all over again. because. And he said then, he said, if I'd really learnt before I started, learnt all the techniques and and all the things that I should have done and not tried doing it myself by trial and error, he said, I wouldn't be back at the beginning and starting all over again. I thought that was quite a good analogy. I, I think I've, I've definitely fallen into that exact same um kind of feeling when it comes to construction because I've done exactly the same thing where you try and <clears throat> you just jump in and go yeah I can tear this wall out and I can tear the, I can do this and I can do that and, and then you do it and it's like okay I'm really happy I did that and you, and you get better and better as you go along but then you look back at your first project and go wow I think I need to do that again <laughs> yeah and that's that's exactly it you know I look back to if you do you remember Beaver Creek Cottage which was the first one we bought when yeah. we came out here and it was a fantastic place we loved it um, but I remember, you know, one of the, the, the huge rookie mistakes I made at the outset was buying cheap with everything. Because I remember flying across from UK and it was the first time, you know, way back in the, the late 90s, um, Walmart wasn't, I, I think there was one branch of Walmart in England at that time. And, and I came out to Canada and there was Walmart and there was um, Kmart and just, you know, all these Oh, what what was Zellers? That was the one. And I was just amazed at how cheaply I could get stuff. And I bought everything cheap. I really did. Even down to the stove, because I didn't really think about um, the fact that a stove, if you're going to buy a stove for a vacation rental, it has to have a self-clean option on it, or else you're going to spend the time between every other rental, cleaning the oven. Um, so there were all sorts of huge mistakes I made um, that I would never do again. But that was, you know, yeah, that, that was how I started. What about when you kicked off with Seabreeze? Because you'd done the learning by then. Yeah, well, I, I just want to jump back to, to your experience. I mean, to give you your, your, due, your due is that, you know, this, this was back in the early 2000s when, you know, the, there wasn't the access to, to the learning and education that we have now with the Internet. I mean, the Internet's only just getting going. I mean, we bought prop, you bought property over here in Canada to market to people in the U.K. by using mail-out brochures because we didn't even have a website at the time. And the website was so rudimentary. It was just it was just a bare bones basic website. And the only way to get information was to buy hardcover books. Um, and still, the books really hadn't been written. And that's why you wrote your first book. Well, in fact, there, there was one out there. And in, when I started, the only educator out there was, and, and you'll remember, uh, Christine Karpinski. Yes. And she was she, she was the uh, vacation rental guru at the time. And then she became. Uh, a part of HomeAway, you know, right at the very outset of HomeAway, and and I believe you know she was employed in the capacity to uh, to develop the um, the owner community and the owner side of HomeAway, and and she had a book at the time which which was considered to be the bible for vacation rental owners. Um, 
the, there was a new edition of her book published uh, a couple of years ago. I've tried to get hold of Christine actually to see if she'd come on the uh, on the podcast, but unfortunately, absolutely no reply. So I don't know where she is. If she's still out there, if she's listening to this, Christine, I'd like to uh, get you on the podcast just to talk about those those early days and uh, and what it was like as as really one of the primary educators. With with, with this theme, Mike. I want to talk about a couple of things, a couple of areas where where people can educate themselves. And you know, and this is this is particularly relevant whether you're a an, an absolute beginner, you're just thinking about buying a property, whether you've just bought one or or whether you have been in the industry for a couple of years and you just want to upgrade your um your knowledge and equally so for somebody and a lot of people we know are now going into their second, their third properties, and many beginning to get into the concept of becoming a property manager because it's it's sort of like the natural progression if you really want to make this um, a viable uh, business that's going to take you away from your day job. So I thought we'd talk about, and I've got um, four separate things. First one is conferences because you know we're we're sort of still still on a high from our own conference and we're going to a conference ourselves next, uh, another conference next week we'll talk about books we're going to talk about online courses and we're going to talk about forums and groups and then wrap up just highlighting a couple of the current educators that that I feel are really relevant and um, and skilled out there in the market at the moment do you want to add anything to that or should we just kick off no, I think we should kick off. I mean, that, that really covers, you know, those those main areas where you can find the information. And and what's interesting is that, um, and something that, that we di- uh, we try to um, put together and kind of get this nice harmony when we uh, put together the Vacation Rental Success Summit, was to have a marriage of not just people in the vacation rental industry, because as I, I'm I'm trying to um, almost even be very evangelical, is that you have to recognize that your vacation rental business is a, is a digital online business. So you have to become a digital marketer. So there are a lot of things you can learn in the digital space in terms of when it comes to marketing, as well as learning all the, 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 the things that are very vacation rental specific. But, um, but yes, yeah, so th- those are the, the, the main areas where you can get your learning. Um, so let's, let's kick off. Okay, well, let's, let, I mean, let's just start with, with our conference, Vacation Rental Success Summit, that, um, that we, uh, we held in Toronto at the end of April, beginning of May. And, and we'll keep this brief because I know it was, uh, we, you know, we, we, we drowned the airwaves with, <laughs> with, with talk about VRSS. But even now, two months on, I, and I know you continue to hear the feedback from people who said that they found the uh, the educational aspect of it was was just tremendous, and um, they they're still uh, putting things into practice today that they learned there. And let's you know, so, so let's just talk about the that and the topic of what other conferences are out there and what you can benefit for from them. Yeah, I mean, the, the most amazing thing about the Vacation Rental Success Summit and any conference you go to is that the the value of the information that you take away, um, it, just as long as you're very diligent in taking your notes, um, and certainly if you you buy into the, the video replays. Um, I mean, we are just launching the video replays for the Vacation Rental Success Summit this week, which we'll talk about a little bit more at the end of this this episode. Um, but when you come away from a conference, you literally have been... 
um, one of the comments uh, one of the attendees made is, is it's like drinking from a fire hose. Is there is so much information? It's like how do you how do you take in all this information and then actually put it into practice? So the most important thing is when you go to these conferences is, is to make sure you take lots and lots of notes, then get the replays. Um, just long as uh, um, you know the, the conference is being recorded, and then go back and rewatch what you learn and, and tie it in with your notes, and, and, and take one thing at a time to take action on, um, because sometimes it can be very overwhelming with the new. I've got so many ideas, but you, you just have to knuckle down onto one specific idea, flesh that out, put it into practice, and then you can move on to the next one. And you, you know, if, if you go to an annual conference like the Vacation Rental Success Summit, you've got the entire year. Um, to kind of put all those different things in, into practice before you go back and learn a whole bunch of new stuff. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I have a thing which I, I just call my aha moments, and, and it's, it's a separate notebook that I use when I'm at a conference. And so although I do take notes in, in every workshop and seminar I go to, I will if, if something really strikes me that I really must do this, I've got to do it now, I just note it down in my aha moments notebook. And and that's that you know, that, that works for me. It triggers when, when I get back and I look at it, it really triggers the um the the concept that I was learning uh, at the time. But I, you know, there's there's so many other conferences about VRSS was fantastic because it was a an independent event for owners by owners and it wasn't um there were no agendas. There were no sponsor or promoter agendas. And and although I've been to Home Away Summits, uh, I've been to... Via- let, let, uh, Go ahead. Let, let's just explain that a little bit. Is, is What Heather means by that is that the, 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 the content of the conference was not being driven by sponsors. The sponsors didn't not, did not have any say whatsoever in terms of who was speaking and what they were speaking about. Um, and that's very, very important. And you, you have to recognize when you're going to conferences... Um, especially when they're being put on by an individual company, um, that you have to kind of look beyond. You have to make sure that, that there is going to be good quality content there rather than just a big sales pitch to to buy into that business or, or for you to become just more loyal. Um, you, the, the biggest thing is, is you're getting that content, and that's what we try to provide with the Vacation Rental Success Summit. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I, I went to the Home Away Summit, and there were a couple of independent speakers, but the majority of the content was Home Away um, focused. Um, the, the same is is true of, from what I heard from Airbnb, maybe a little bit more in terms of, of how to be a host, but again, a lot of Airbnb content on um, how to manage your account. Um, with VRMA for property managers, that's that's a great conference to attend, and there's a lot of good uh, good seminar content there. However, VRMA um, do tend to veer towards their their sponsors in terms of giving them the stage. Um, not it's it's not altogether salesy. But I, I just find it too sponsor-driven, unfortunately. I would love to see far more independent content there. Um, ResFest is one I haven't been to. ResFest is, is more about the technological side of vacation rental and um, uh, once again is probably pretty much um, sponsor-driven because there's a lot of companies there trying to sell their um, technology um, solutions. Um, <clears throat> so... VRSS, VRSS is um, currently the only 
independent uh, vacation rental conference. And, uh, and as Mike says, we're going to talk a little bit at the end about the, the video replays. But I strongly recommend going to conferences to learn anything. Mike and I are off to Podcast Movement 2017 in Chicago next week. And I know that although there's going to be a ton of stuff about how to podcast, how to interview, um, how to do the technology side of podcasting, there's going to be a massive amount of networking with with a, a huge range of people. So I just wanted to move on to that, Mike, how networking is such so important in our learning experience. Yeah, and that's one of the things that's really helped me and, and, and our business is finding people. Uh, and when you meet people in person face-to-face, you really develop a much more a solidified relationship versus just meet, meeting them in, in a forum or, or, a, or a chat room, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but conferences are a great medium where, where you have a, um, uh, you know, you, you have this common goal, you have this common interest in either the, the, the content or the business. Um, and, and that's where you really get to make good friends. Um, and the nice thing is, is that you kind of, you keep in touch, um, between conferences. I mean, certainly in the vacation rental world, I, I know of a lot of people who, you know, they go to all the conferences and they see each other all the time. Um, and, and it's just this little, little clique that you can get into where you, we have all these, the circle of friends who just rotates around the same, um, conference circuit. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's it, it's one of those things. The networking side of it is, is where you can talk to people directly. You can find out what problems they've had, uh, what solutions they've come up with, um, and, it, and it's so great to have that back and forth conversation. Um, you know, in the, in this 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 forum of people. Sorry, a forum as in, as in like a physical forum um, where you can you can share these ideas, um, and, and that's that's the biggest thing is is coming away from these events with, with big ideas. Yeah, and uh, and those big ideas can can be related directly to your vacation rental, or they can be ideas that spark something else off uh, entirely. Uh, I remember at VRSS somebody you know, the, the, a discussion starting about concierge services and and how to um, how to incorporate those sorts of of concierge services into the overall vacation rental offering. And somebody saying to me, she said, if I hadn't been here, I'd never even have thought about what was available in the area and, and how I could integrate that within my website and actually make a little bit of money out of it at the same time. And so, so yes. And I, I know when I'm going to um, podcast movement next week, one of the things that you and I are going to learn is a little bit more about how to put on a conference. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. So, so both, I think both you and I are, are doing a lot more conferences this year than we have done in the past. And I think one of the things that, that does hold me back is that uh, I, 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 I refer to some people as, as conference groupies, where you, you have some people who just go to conference after conference after conference, but quite often don't put anything into practice. Um, but it's just the enjoyment of being around the same people and having that 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 um, that same commonality and and just coming away really fired up. Um, but I, I try to really limit the number of conferences I go to to make sure that whatever I am going to, I'm getting the real value for, for the money because, you know, they're not cheap when you're looking at the price of the ticket, the price of the accommodation, price of flights, uh, food, eating out. I mean, it, those costs really do add up. 
Um, so for, for myself, um, I, I'm going to the, the podcast movement this year. Um, as well as that, um, one of our speakers at the Vacation Rental Success Summit, Bob Jenkins, uh, he is the lead educator at Leadpages, uh, leadpages.net. And Leadpages are putting on their second conference. They put on one last year, uh, which was very successful. Um, and they're putting on another one this year in Minneapolis in October. Uh, and you can check this out in the show notes. But I'm going to be going to that because it's, it's more geared towards the general, you know, learning about digital marketing for any business. Um, and learning about uh, landing pages and lead capture and conversions and social media advertising and all kinds of stuff. Um, and the nice thing is, is their speaker lineup is of a very broad range. I, I don't feel it's a lead pages sales pitch, um, even though obviously if they're putting it on, it's you know they, they're getting the um, the visibility. But it really looks like an amazing conference. And then as well as that, myself and my good friend uh, Jason Beaton, who help, uh, who, who's my web guy, who help, helps me with the vacation rental formula, uh, as well as uh, uh, working on Cottage Blogger right now, is uh, a, a conference in Orlando uh, that's in September um, that's put on by a company called digitalmarketer.com. Um, and this is a conference called Content and Commerce, which again is very similar to the Lead Pages um, conference called uh, Converted. Um, it, it's the same content, um, but I'm I'm a big follower of a guy called Ryan Dice um, and his and his products, um, including um, DigitalMarketer.com, which is where I get a lot of ideas and a lot of learning uh, online. Um, they they have a, a membership based uh, site where you can actually do just in time courses that we actually uh, modeled the vacation rental formula after. So, so what, we're, what we're hoping to do is, you know, I'm hoping to go to these conferences, learn a whole bunch of new stuff that we can implement within the vacation rental formula and Cottage Blogger, and then we can also then turn, turn that around and then help to teach you, our listeners, uh, and readers of uh, Cottage Blogger and the vacation rental formula. Yeah, so, so let's, let's just backtrack a little bit. So if you're thinking about learning from a conference you know what are the the major points you need to consider before you select what you're going to go to because you know i i, I use this expression a lot you know you it's, it's so easy to throw spaghetti against a wall but you never know what's going to stick um so cost is one thing and and i do you know if i'm going to a conference i have i i will always take the cost into account but looking at what I can possibly take out of it to apply to my business, is that investment uh, going to be, is, going, is it going to give me the return? So you've got to look at what that return on investment uh, might be. Um, Mike, going to the uh, Lead Pages um, conference, I know that's going to be huge return on investment for you because you're looking at the overall uh, learning about digital marketing. Um, so... What, what, what are your thoughts? What, how, how do you think somebody should uh, evaluate whether a, course, whether a conference is going to be good for them or not? I, I think what you're saying about you know, seeing what your return on investment is going to be. I mean, I, I, ha- I have a bit of a, a tough time with you know, s- um, self-help or um, uh, kind of not so um, almost like spiritual or um, self-help meditation or yoga, like those kind of courses I have a little, or sorry, those kind of seminars I have a bit of trouble with because I don't, I, I don't see something tangible where I can actually get a return on investment, even though I know you do. Uh, like investing in yourself is, is, is very, very important. 
Um, but what I find with these conferences, I mean, we, we talked about with the Vacation Rental Success Summit, is that the average investment with flights and accommodation and everything was about $1,200 um, Canadian. Um, and what we looked at is that, okay, so where's the return on investment for the people coming is the fact that they could implement one single idea that could get them one additional booking. If they just got one booking um, for, for, for one week, that should pay for the conference. Um, and the nice thing is, is that that knowledge uh, will just keep re- repeating on its return. So it's, it's not just like a one time, I'm just going to make $1,200 once. Um, that's just going to keep happening over and over again based on whatever new technique or, or new thing that, that you've learned. So, so yes, definitely look at, when you're looking at each conference, look at the lineup of speakers uh, and, and look at the cost and, and see, okay, what is it that I, am, I, I plan to get out of this event? What, what, what exactly is, is it that I want to work on with my, within my business that this event can provide me? Um, and certainly, I'm sorry to keep bringing up the Vacation Rental Success Summit, but obviously you know, this is where we have a lot of our experience, is that a lot of people came to the summit with very little to no experience on social media and social media marketing. Um, and this, uh, th- this was very, very clear in, in our feedback surveys. And I think that would be you know, a really good goal, is if you're going to an event and say, okay, I want to come away from this event knowing how to set up Facebook um, advertising, um, and how and know and know exactly why I'm doing it and how it's going to benefit me and my business. Um, and, and I think if you if you set those goals um, for each conference, then I think you'll you'll make sure that you you select more diligently rather than just you know taking the shotgun approach of I want to you know attend every single conference. One of the other things that I love about conferences is is to actually do the networking with with the speakers, the ones that, that you know that are leaders in the industry. I know a ton of people came to Vacation Rental Success Summit because they wanted to meet Matt Landau. Um, Matt, I know I'm going to talk about Matt briefly towards the end of, uh, as, as one of our major educators in this industry. But the, uh, and the thing is, is that what, and I and I do this. You know, I'm when I go to um, podcast movement, I one one of the high values for me is that I get to meet up with Cliff Ravenscraft, who taught me how to podcast. And, and we will have a discussion and we have that connection that we then take on afterwards into, um, into forums and Facebook groups. And he knows who I am. I know who he is. And that, that's, that's that great connection that you can actually take beyond that as well. So there's conferences, but you may say, well, you know, I, I can't afford the time or the money um, to go to a conference. You can say that. I think it's, it's a bit of an excuse. But uh, let's let's look at other options for getting your knowledge. Um, so I want to well, talk. Just, just just before you move on, um, yes, I, I think that's, that that is a very very good um, objection to um, to attending. I mean, obviously we don't all have endless budgets. Um, but as as I mentioned earlier, a lot of these conferences, including ours, which w- we didn't think we'd be able to afford to do it, but um, but we did have enough attendees to be able to record the event. Uh, and the main thing is, is you you can go and purchase those recordings and watch uh, watch the recordings in your own time. The only difference is, is you don't get that environment, you don't get the atmosphere, you don't get the networking, you don't get that buzz, that feeling, that elation of I'm going to get stuff done. Because um, quite often, what will happen is you may buy recordings and they'll just sit on your computer and you never actually watch them, uh, unless you have a lot of self discipline. But that is another option if you are going to commit. Go in, try and find the, the replays from these events and take the time to, to, to learn the stuff. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, let's move on to books. I okay. I learned from um, I've I've learned from books. I wrote a book. I wrote one called Renting Your Recreational Property for Profit. Uh, it was it was reprinted. It's still out there. You can still. Uh, it's really buried now in Amazon because the last edition was 2007. And I made a conscious decision not to reprint that book or do it again, although I might do something in the future. But um, but one of the reasons is, is that, that b- books go out of date so, so quickly. And I, I know if I look back on my original version of Renting for Profit and the it, it does not have a social media section because there was no social media. It was actually written before Twitter was launched. It was at the very outset of Facebook. So anybody picking up that book today is going to get some good practical uh, education on the actual operation of a property because that doesn't change. But if you're looking at books that are going to be covering things like the, the, you know, the digital marketing world and how you use social media. Keep in mind that those change uh, so, so quickly that you could, and I've just been looking actually at um, amazon.com and seeing what is available. If you you just key in vacation rentals, um, you come across a lot. There's there's three, three pages, three or four, three pages of, actually, no, it's, um, it's more than that. It, there's a ton of books out there on vacation rentals. So how do you, how do you evaluate what you should spend your money on? Should you buy renting ten easy steps? How I went from making zero to a thousand on Airbnb, or a dollar seven in Kindle, or do you go to um, uh, Beth Carson, who is uh, she, she's been a guest on the podcast, and her book. Uh, money-making vacation rentals um, that she was published in in April 2015. Now that one's forty dollars. So how do you evaluate? You know, why sh- should you spend a dollar or should you spend forty dollars? Your thoughts? I think uh, I, for me personally, I'm very biased against books just because, I, and I'll be completely honest, I don't read. And the reason I don't read is just because I find it very difficult to just to sit down and focus on that one thing. I'm a terrible multitasker. I'm, I'm multitasking all the time, and I tend to. What I tend to do is, is, is I'll try and find the audio version, um, or I'll, 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 if I'm going to read or if I'm going to pick up a book, it's going to be in an audio format where I can listen to it when I'm on a run or if I'm driving in the car. Um, because I just, I, I don't know. I, I find it very difficult to sit and absorb, and I read incredibly slowly. Um, so, so, but that's for my own personal preference, but. As you said, the, only, the biggest issue with a physical book is that it becomes outdated very, very quickly, and especially in, in, our, in our very fast-paced and, and, and changing um, uh, industry, is that how, you know, if you're going to buy that book, you have to read it immediately and put that stuff into practice immediately because that's when it's relevant. Um, you have to be very cautious, as, as you said, to, to look at when was the book published. Uh, is it relevant today or is it... Is it you know the, the um, uh, is it Heather's book that, that, that's a few years old um, that's missing out on some key information. So I, th- I think that's the biggest challenge with physical books um, for, from my perspective. Uh, I, you know, I'm just just going through this this list again. Anybody can write a book, absolutely every anybody, and there are courses you can do on Kindle that tell you how to throw down your information on paper, 
publish a Kindle book and make oodles of money. Um, it's, it's a myth for a start. But secondly, the people who, are, people who write these books are often, they often don't have enough knowledge to fill a book. So they, they take knowledge from other sources and, and you find that what you have in your hands or on your Kindle at the end of the day is a complete waste of money. So, so certainly if you're going to buy a book, buy the book from somebody who has, and, and this goes for, for every type of, of um, every form of education in this industry, don't buy from anyone unless you know what their track record is in the industry. How long have they been doing Airbnb? Some have been doing it for three months. And they've suddenly found that this is a that that the Airbnb is not the gold mine. It's actually writing a little bit of what they know and a lot from what they have cribbed from other books and throwing it down in a Kindle paper or a Kindle format and uh, and selling it. So you're buying something that may not have truly educational um, information inside of it. I'm I'm getting on a little bit on my soapbox here because I object very very strongly to people telling the world that they are uh, well informed in an industry when they've been in it for five minutes. I th- I think that that is not just our industry though. I think that is the internet in general. Um, I think as w- what's what's going to be very interesting if 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 people look back to when they were in school how they would have to go uh, into a library and kind of curate the information you needed for a project. You had to, to, to really sift through and find out what information was relevant. Whereas now, we, we, we have to be even better curators of information, where not only do you have to find it, but then you have to verify that the information that you're, you're reading is genuine and true. Um, and that is the, probably one of the, the number one um, issues with the Internet and social media is, is the sheer quantity of misinformation. Uh, and and that that spans every industry from health and fitness and dietary and finance and all kinds of stuff. Whereas you said it's it's people who have just enough knowledge to be dangerous are sharing. Um, well, I, I you know everybody has the right to their own opinion. I have I have no problem with that. But it's it's when it, they are you know teaching and and preaching um, exactly that this is the way you must do it. Um, I think without any any social proof or any any relevant um, resources to kind of back up their claims, uh, and I see I, I I read a lot of um, dietary and, and health and fitness and nutrition blogs, and and quite quite frankly, most of them are just copying from each other. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And and you know, if you're going to spend a dollar or two on on a Kindle book, well, fair enough. Uh, Download it, read it, you, you get what you pay for. But let's move on to online courses because, you know, even if you're spending 30 or $40 on a book and you find it really doesn't have the information that, that, that you need, uh, it's not a huge amount. But when you get into the online courses that are now charging $97, $197, even up to 497 for an online course to teach you how to do this business – I think it becomes even more important that you qualify the the presenter, the person who's delivering this course. You make sure that that they actually do know their stuff, not only from their experience uh, as a vacation rental owner. 
And I would say anybody who's going to be writing something or, or creating a course has to have been in the business for at least five to ten years. They should own certainly more than one property. And, and also, and this is even more important, have the ability to deliver the material. I mean, Mike, both you and I are adult educators. We've both been through the training that's made us into teachers of adults. And that's, that's taught us all the theoretical principles of, of teaching and training to a, particular, um, to a particular group. The majority of people that are delivering these courses have no idea whatsoever of how to train. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, that was that was what you did before we we moved across to Canada. Is you ran a uh, a, a management training company. Um, so yes, you, you you've been doing this for for a very long time, um, and I, it, it can be very frustrating when you spend money on a course which sounds good or the front end looks amazing, uh, great videos and great presentation. But when you get inside, you actually find that the quality of the content is pretty poor. Um, now. You know, I, I would I would encourage people to yeah. So first of all, check on the um, the social proof or the validity of of, of the, the person selling the course. Make sure that they they have a background in whatever it is they're teaching. Um, secondly, make sure that whatever product you're going to buy has some form of money back guarantee. Um, and 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 quite often, I've found with some of the bigger companies, um, it's it can be quite difficult to find reviews. Because um, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to, to to tell whether or not the testimonials on the on the, the sales page have just been doctored or if they're real or not. Um, one of the things that, that that I'm trying to do with a lot of the products that that we're putting out on the market is to include Facebook comments rather than because because they are live comments and you can go back to that that individual person's Facebook page and find out what it is that they're doing, whether or not you know that person was actually leaving a genuine comment or whether it was. Um, whether it was just just made up or a friend a friend coming in to um, to to put something in just to make it look better, so everybody has to start somewhere with online courses. But I I do think dependent on the price point, you have to really be very diligent on researching who it is you're buying from, whether or not you have access to that person, whether or not you can you know is there some kind of forum or some way you can contact them um, to ask questions and follow up on the material that you just paid for. Because I, I've, I've also seen that an awful lot too, where, where materials put out, and you know there is no support. Um, I think Lydia.com um, is a I'm just uh, Lydia.com um, is is a very very popular um, website where it has a whole collection of courses where pretty much anybody can come in um, and you, you, you there are courses on everything from. Uh, website design, um, using Photoshop, um, all those kind of things. So it's lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com. I believe that's right. Yeah, it is. It is lynda.com. Yeah, I was just looking for lydia.com and uh, getting Sorry, yeah, Linda. Linda. L-Y-N-D-A.com. And and yeah, I mean, so so you you can find a huge variety of courses on Linda and you you, pay a membership fee and you can go in there any time. But what I have found is that a lot of those courses don't have any support with them. So if you have a question, 
you then have to go to that individual person's website and kind of glean information. And it, 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 it can be a little bit frustrating. So anyway, um, I, I am a solid believer in, in online courses. I mean, it is now a multi-billion dollar industry. Um, but what you have to do from a discipline perspective is make sure that if you are going to commit funds is that you say, okay, I'm going to buy this now and I'm going to commit the next two weeks, ten days, whatever, to completing this product and making sure I put it into practice. Um, I, I've done several courses in the past where I, I wasn't at the right place in my business um, to, to, to sign on for the course because I didn't have anything to, um, to, to work on live. I had to just learn it in theory. Um, and then it can be quite frustrating when you when you you know you actually forget about it. You forget about the course because you haven't actually been able to put that stuff into practice. Um, for, from my military training, whenever you were teaching somebody, the the acronym we use was explain, demonstrate, imitate, and practice. So as an instructor, I'm going to explain it to you. Then I'm going to demonstrate it to you. I'm going to get you to imitate it and you to practice it. Um, and that's that's the way that these online courses should be set up. And and that and that requires interaction with the person who's teaching. Yeah, abs- absolutely. You make some uh, some some really great uh, great points there. And I I know I have a dozen online courses that I've I've bought over time. And and there's there's actually only a few that I've com- I've gone all the way to the end. But you make that great point of buy buy the course, do it, and don't buy anything else until you've completed it. But also to know that uh, that it is of relevance to you at the time you buy it. Don't just buy something because you know, it's it's on offer, and you're going to sit there with it until you've got until it it is relevant to you because you'll never do it. Um, so, so that um, just before we move on, I mean, one of the things that we we try to create with the vacation rental formula was what what's called just in just in time learning. Um, so that way, it, you know, if we provide try and provide enough courses that you know when you have a problem you can come into the vacation rental formula and there should be a course there to solve it. And as we build the, the library of our courses, you can go in at any time and say, okay, boom, I'm going to go get this course done. Or I just need this little lesson from that course. Um, that's very similar to lynda.com where, you, where you, you pay this membership fee and you have access to all these courses all the time. Now, the drawback of that is it can be quite easy to keep paying that membership fee but not actually do anything. Um, so what we're trying to do uh, within the vacation rental formula is build a system to keep reminding people of what we have um, in our library. Um, so I'm I, I'm I'm working on that in the back end in terms of trying to keep our membership informed as to you know this is what's available, this is how it can help your business, and support it with um, with additional blog posts and documentation to kind of really kind of flesh it, flesh out those courses um, where you can see where the real value is. Yeah, I mean that's what I, I mean. Well, that was the um original concept of vacation rental formula that we'd eventually end up with is this great um, library just just a resource you can you can pop in when you actually need something you know I, I this this week I'm going to learn about Twitter and you can go and do that Twitter course and at the end of it you are going to be off and running and getting all your um, following and followers on on Twitter so uh, so yeah I'm all for online courses just make sure that you select correctly that you're buying from the right people and that you're very comf- comfortable with parting with your money. And as you said at the beginning, Mike, make sure there's a money-back guarantee. And, and if it really doesn't work for you, you should be able to get your money back with um, no, you know, providing you meet the, the criteria. Sometimes it's, you know, the, there's, there's, a, there's a time limit on it, on it which, is, which I think is fair enough. Um, 
but you should be able to get the money back with with no argument about it whatsoever. So let's just um, um, move on to uh, another area where you can get a lot of education and learning, and that's from other people through forums and groups. Now, I know that there are a ton of people listening to this podcast who are members of Matt's Inner Circle. Um, that's Matt Landau from the Vacation Rental Marketing Blog, if anybody out there is not familiar with Matt. Uh, the Inner Circle is, a, is, an, is an amazing resource of educational information, not just in the uh, tutorials that Matt supplies, but mostly, and, and this is primarily in the networking and and the help and support from other successful owners. And Matt does an amazingly good job at, um, at mediating that. There are, it's, it's one of the few forums and groups I've ever been in that, that is large, and there are no trolls in there. You can go and post anything, and nobody is going to come back to you with a critical uh, an upsetting response, which is often what you find with some, you know, I know I've never been near the Yahoo groups on vacation rentals <laughs> because they, they, they are renowned for cliqueiness. Um, it's just something that I personally stay away from. But what about you, Mike? What's, um, I mean, we, we know we have our vacation rental success summit group, which is, which is a terrific group of, of, of the people who went to VRSS um, on the vacation rental formula, we have a Facebook group. There are other vacation rental groups out there. Um, what are your thoughts on forums and um, Facebook groups for learning? I think uh, I, I think they're absolutely amazing. I think I, I've managed to, with a good active forum, you can put a question in there, and you'll normally get five to ten responses within within a few hours. It's, it's amazing the the speed that you can get these these very supportive people giving back and, and helping supporting you with what, what, a solution to whatever problem you have. Uh, and I'm, I'm a member of, of, of about 14 different groups within you know, different subject matter. Um, vacation rental obviously is a large, large part of it. Uh, I'm a member of a, a podcasting, um, podcasters hangout on, on Facebook, uh, as well as um, uh, Online Creators Launchpad. Uh, which is a general, um, a general digital marketing or, or digital business um, group, um, but but these forums, you, you, I've, I found that the best places to find them are either on Facebook or on LinkedIn. Uh, they seem to be the two most active groups, or sorry, the two most active social media platforms where you can find these groups. I, and all you simply need to, need to do is just type into the search bar of, of either of those social platforms, vacation rental or whatever it is that you're interested in learning about. And then just make sure that your search, uh, it focuses on groups. Um, yeah, sorry, I, uh, I mean, I'll go along with that. I mean, certainly, and I'd forgotten about LinkedIn um, because the, there's some amazing groups on LinkedIn just dedicated to sharing information. And, uh, you know, if you've got a question, that, that's, you know, when you're, when you're sitting on your own and you've suddenly come up with a, a pressing question that you've got to have an answer to, find the group where you're going to get the quickest response and you're going to get a range of responses for a lot, from a lot of people. And LinkedIn, there's a couple of groups on LinkedIn, I'll put them in the show notes, where you are going to get this, um, this uh, um, support from um, your peers. So, yeah, I, and the, the other thing is too, is, is that quite often, um, and, and this, is, this is a big part of these online forums, is most of them are free. 
Uh, I mean, Matt Landau's is a little different because, you know, that's part of a membership is to be part of that. And, and the reason why that, that costs money is because Matt puts in an incredible amount of time um, into helping those members, uses his, his experience and his knowledge and his education to really be one-on-one with a lot of people and, and help uh, be the, um, the facilitator in, in conversations. Um, he'll throw in a little bit. He'll pull a lot out of people. Um, and he's just just magical, actually, the way that he, that he manages his forums. Um, but a lot of the other forums on Facebook and LinkedIn, they're all a majority of them are free. I mean, we have our own forum within uh, the Vacation Rental Formula called the For- Formula Club, uh, which is a closed group, and that's only for members of the Vacation Rental Formula. So um, Heather and I will give a lot more of our time, um, and we're, you know, a lot quicker responses, and, and, and a lot. Um, and our responses will be a lot more in-depth to our own members um, because that's quite important. And, and with that, um, with the amount that we give, you'll also find the other members give just as much as well. I mean, we have a really amazing uh, group of people in the Formula Club who are very giving, uh, very supportive, and, and it really has helped a lot of people, which is, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great, great points. I'd just like to, because time is moving on, um, as it always does when we get to chatting, Mike, just goes so quick. Uh, I wanted to just finish off talking about educators, um, the people who are out there doing this and doing this extremely well. Uh, I don't have a huge amount of time to do this um, now, and I think probably over the course of the next month, I will be um, creating some blog posts and some information on educators in the vacation rental industry and getting a few reviews out there about what I want to do is talk to some people who have taken their courses, who have learned from them. Um, So you get a a bit of a varied uh, feedback on what they deliver. And those those people, it's going to be Matt Landau, for sure. Um, Alan Egan, I know there's so many people who follow Alan and have learned about Google Plus and have learned about WordPress. Uh, Antonio Bortolotti. Antonio's been around for a long time. Um, his fully booked rentals course is one that many people um, have, have taken and have found to be extremely helpful. Do you know that's where I sort of stop and I'm going to do? Well, I, I, I think what's interesting is, is I'm looking back at, uh, we did a blog post back in, 2004, in April 2014 uh, on Cottage Blogger called Who's Who in the Vacation Rental Industry. Um, and it's amazing to look at this list of how many people have, have now fallen off and, and are not really as active. Um, you know, it, it's one of those, you know, with the world that we live in right now, it's very, very easy, as we said earlier, to become an expert uh, or, or a perceived expert in, in, in a field. Um, and really what it comes down to is how well you are presenting yourself online and how well you can write and how well you can do videos and how well you can do a podcast. And, you know, if you, if you, if, you, know, if you can sound good and look good, then generally people will think you know what you're talking about. But what tends to happen is, is that those people may, it may be just a flight of fancy. It may, it may be a very short, um, just flash in the pan that, oh, I'm going to give this thing a go and realize that maybe this wasn't the industry for them. But they're very good at, at, at online business, so then they'll move on to something else. Um, so I, I think it's just very interesting to see, you know, who's really sticking with the vacation rental market and the vacation rental industry. And, and yeah, and we'll, we will put together a, um, a nice download that we'll, uh, we'll make available in the next week or so. We should have it uh, available for, for next week's episode. 
um, that you'll be able to go to the show notes and uh, and download, so you can have a good look at who currently, uh, as of right now of, of June 2016, uh, you can kind of see who who are the people that you should be looking into, the people to follow on social media, uh, and the people to to take a little bit more of an in depth look as to what they're providing, what they're selling. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, I'm getting busy with that uh, that this week, this weekend. So watch out for that. So I think that's um, covered just about all that I wanted to um, to talk about uh, on uh, education. Is there anything else we've missed, Mike, do you think? I think the only thing to mention is that uh, I did briefly talk about earlier that the, the replays, the video replays of the Vacation Rental Success Summit are now available. Um, so if you're listening to this uh, as it goes live... Uh, on uh, Wednesday the 29th of June we actually have an early bird sale which will last until July 4th this is a bit of a Canada Day um, stroke Independence Day weekend sale um, and then after that there, there will be a regular price so, so make sure you go to the show notes uh, or you can go directly to vacationrentalsuccesssummit.com um, and w- whatever you could be listening to this a few weeks from now uh, that's where you're going to find the replays and also you'll be able to get on our mailing list to find out more information about the upcoming Vacation Rental Success Summit 2017 which we are very very busily working away behind the scenes to make sure that we can produce an event even better than the one that we just did well, if you think about it, we started um, really planning for 2016's VRSS in January, and we delivered what somebody said was a flawless conference, which is which is such an amazing compliment. Um, so if you consider that we're starting now in June for next year, um, we're going to have around about 11 months lead time, 10 or 11 months lead time to make this just totally phenomenal you thought that vrss 2016 was good just wait for 2017 and, and i think it's very very important that you know if this piques your interest um and, and you're thinking well you know maybe i should go and check this out next year make sure that you um you get on our mailing list because the, the tickets for the 2017 edition of the vacation rental success summit um we, we still want to keep this event fairly small but we already know um, that we have massive demand. A lot of people are very, very excited about this event for next year. Um, so you want to be the first to know um, because I have a feeling that these tickets are going to sell out very, very quickly. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, check, um, check on out the show notes. Uh, everything we talked about is going to be um, listed in there, all the links, and we, we've covered off a ton of stuff on today's episode. And just like to thank you, Mike, for joining me today. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening in. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, I hope to talk to you guys again soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over. But don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.